Shalom and thank you for clicking to listen to one of our audio messages. At Tikvat David, we are building a Yeshua-centered Judaism for Israel and the nations. We hope that this message will encourage, inform, and inspire you to follow Yeshua and to walk in the pathways of Torah. Enjoy. Well, this was a good week in which a friend and a scene from our Parsha all combined to help me uh, in a negotiation that I was dealing with. So I was involved in a situation where I was having to negotiate a deal with someone who was actually being pretty difficult to negotiate with. And I was pretty much ready to end the negotiation and move on to a different deal with a different person. But then a, a friend gave me some great advice. You see, I was frustrated because the requests from the other side felt like the person was seeking to dominate and control things. But, you know, this conversation with my friend was really helpful because they pointed out that I really wasn't being asked to compromise much in what the other person was asking me to do. I just didn't like the way they were going about it. But my friend pointed out, you know, in a negotiation, you can often direct things towards your desired outcome if you can help the other person to feel as if they they have some control. So my friend was in no way suggesting that I be manipulative or dishonest, but he was trying to help me to see that giving some ground when possible can create a sense of calm in the other person and make them agreeable to your goals. So this all may sound like tactical talk that is best employed by the FBI or in high-level business deals, but the fact is, life is made up of one negotiation after the other. Uh, This past week, you were likely engaged in multiple exchanges that involved negotiation. So really, how we negotiate, be that at work, in our marriages, with um, our broader family, uh, or, or anywhere else, it's really important. And our goal should be to negotiate in a way that is pleasing to Hashem. Well, here in Parsha Toldot, Isaac engages in negotiations, which got him what he ultimately wanted. And not only that, his negotiation style serves as a great example for us. So in Genesis 26, Isaac is in the Valley of Gerar, and he decides to dig up the wells that his father had dug, Abraham. Uh, And then, uh, so his fathers had dug these wells, and the Philistines had subsequently stopped them up. And so uh, Isaac decides he's going to basically dig these wells anew. Uh, But the scene gets very frustrating. So Isaac digs up the first well, and then some local herdsmen come along and quarreled with him about the well. And the Torah notes an odd detail. The herdsmen make the claim that the water from Isaac's new well belonged to them. So the Ramban uh, comments that these herdsmen were claiming that the actual water coming from Isaac's well was coming from their own Philistine streams and rivers. But the Ramban also notes that the Torah indicates uh, here, right here in the text that these were fresh water wells and thus the water came from its own underground source. So as Rabbi Hirsch notes, it's as, if, it's as if the local herdsmen were saying, yes, Isaac, you dug the well and the hole actually belongs to you, but the water is ours. So, of course, this is a, this is a ridiculous claim and, and a little bit maddening, I'm sure, for Isaac. Uh, and, and it's the kind of thing that, that might make a lot of us want to just either fight or walk away or, or just, you know, be really angry and maybe start a, oh, make the confrontation worse. But Isaac takes a different course. In Genesis 26, verse 21 says, Isaac dug another well. And they quarreled over that also. So uh, it's interesting. Uh, he, he goes and he decides he's going to just dig another well. He's not going to fight over that first one. So he digs a second well. 
um, and they quarreled over that also. So the Torah, you know, again, the Torah doesn't tell us what issue the herdsmen raised with regarding uh, with Isaac regarding the second well, but clearly they balked again. And amazing, the Torah tells us that after this second quarrel over the second well, Isaac relocated in the same area and he dug a third well. But the Torah says that they did not quarrel over this third well. So I wonder why. You know, why did the herdsmen quarrel with Isaac over the first and second wells, but not over the third well? And why would Isaac keep digging wells in this region after all this trouble? I mean, this isn't like digging a small hole with a shovel in our backyard. I mean, digging a well was a lot of work. And digging, you know, this, these were wells that had already been dug. But I mean, either way, this is not easy work. So why did he keep going this path? Well, there are plenty of possible answers, but I wonder if the herdsmen were not simply actually uh, just playing into a strategy that Isaac had devised from the very first move. Perhaps Isaac knew that he would ultimately get what he wanted, but it would take some negotiation uh, by giving up some ground. Perhaps Isaac knew that these herdsmen would need to have an illusion of control in order for him to get what he ultimately wanted, which was just a well and some peace. You know, life really does involve a lot of negotiation. So in the situation I referenced earlier that I myself was in, um, I actually decided after my friend's advice, I decided to not cut off the deal. Rather, I, I gave ground that I could. And it looks like that deal may end up happening. It's not a done deal yet, but it did continue to make progress. Uh, and if that does happen, it's likely going to have me in a better position than the alternatives. You know, giving ground like Isaac did can be humbling, especially if it's over petty or inaccurate details such as the water is ours. But if we exercise humble strength, we might be able to guide the other side towards our desired outcome. So this week, uh, not if, but when uh, you find yourself in a negotiation, remember Isaac. Letting go of something may actually get you the very thing you desire. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to this audio message from Tikvat David Messianic Synagogue. We would love to get to meet you in person sometime at the synagogue, so come join us for Shabbat or one of the holidays. Also, you can join us in building Messianic Judaism whether you live in the Atlanta area or far away by financially contributing to our synagogue. You can learn about the options for giving under the Donate tab at tikvatdavid.org. At Tikvat David, we would love to have you stand with us as we are building a Yeshua-centered Judaism for Israel and the nations. Shalom.